Poker Hall of Famer, or soon-to-be Hall of Famer, John Juwanda, was three-handed at the 2015 Barcelona main event, and he got into a hand with Frederick Jensen. We're going to break it all down right now with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. John Duwanda action. I don't think we ever have before, have we? Is that possible? Never? I, I mean, he was not, he's not really been on TV recently that much. This was the only time I can think of in recent memory. He was a big early 2000s guy. He lost heads up to Gus Hansen in the first WPT, I think, ever. Yeah. Got it in with uh, Ace Jack against Kings. He lost. Why would you do that, Juwanda? They were heads up, and he thought he had a read. I think uh, he probably has more money than Gus Hansen at this point, though. I mean. To his credit. Is it fair to, I mean, so it's like. <laughs> more than negative money. <laughs> it's great. So many people have more money than Gus. Yeah, that's true. It's okay. It's okay. Not everyone has to be solvent. <laughs> that's correct. Um, you know, I want to talk about something else, though, for a second. Oh, please. Just go ahead. Talk about whatever. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. It's a podcast, so I can do that. Uh, so back in the early 2000s, something that was great was online poker. Yeah. You know. It's going to be great again someday, and something that's making it great again already, right now, <laughs> is Nitrogen Sports Poker Room. Is it? Yeah. Okay, because you sort of talked about the future and the present. I'm confused. Well, let I'm me confused. tell you what. Nitrogen Sports Poker Room is the future. Oh. Because not only can you play Poker Guys free rolls by using the link in the description when you sign up. They happen every Sunday. They're free to enter. I mean, free rolls. Yeah. Cool. Nitrogen Sports is a Bitcoin poker site, which means that you get lightning fast withdrawals it's exciting stuff yeah and lightning fast means like 10 to 25 minutes that's yeah taste no bs sweet. even in the good days like i was talking about like the early 2000s yeah. it'd take a couple weeks to get a check sure at and, least you know, coming up with those free rolls well most sundays they're 100 millibit free rolls which is about 100 bucks the final sunday of the month is our big one this month in march 500 millibits that's 500 bucks plus bounties on grant and my head yeah, exciting sweet. stuff. Use the link. Bounties. You have to use the link in the description if, if you, you don't want. use the link. You're a fool. You're not only a fool. You're also a garbage human, and I don't want to hear from you. We don't want to even know you. That's correct. So don't come up. Get to out us. of my area. Don't come up to us if you see us. Yeah, unless you use the link. If you use the link, you can come say hi. Yeah, you can. You can have a chip. <laughs> a chip? What? Yeah, like a, a potato chip. Yeah, if I'm eating chips, I can have one. Oh, all right. It's pretty good. So that's how you get a potato chip, I yeah. suppose. I'd like to commend you on, I was sort of trolling you almost throughout that entire ad, and you hung in there and really just did a great job. Yeah, because I'm a professional. Are you? See, there I am again. There yeah. I go. What's wrong, help it. what's wrong with you? I don't know. I just feel like punching at you, taking well, some it's shots. It's mean. It's not mean. I think it's because it's the second podcast of the day. Nah. Jonathan needs a little nap, maybe. I mean, I could, tired. I could stand to nap. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's do what that. we do here. Okay. We break down hands. Hands that have been televised on television and the internet. Yes. And this one involves the legend, John Juwanda. Yeah. And the legend, Frederick Jensen. Oh, that was a little... Uh, a little I mean, he's mean. a legend to Who's somebody, maybe to his family. Do you know what a legend means? Um, it's like when you go to a place with old stuff and then somebody tells you a story. That is not right. <laughs> oh, okay. But anyway, let's just move on. All right. Let's do that. Okay. All right. So as Jonathan teased in the opener, we are three-handed for an EPT title. Yes. An exciting moment for everybody. Uh, John Jawanda is either first or second in chips. Frederick Jensen is 
either second or third in chips. Yeah, so there you go. That's some exciting stuff You're right there. This. <laughs> uh, there was a deal made, and yeah. I think th- we're going to talk a lot about this. A lot of people get upset when deals get made. I think it's totally reasonable for deals to get made. We can go on our World Series of Poker rant again if we want, but to the short version is the World Series of Poker does not facilitate chops, makes it impossible to chop big events because you can't trust anybody with that much money. Mm-hmm. And that's not how poker is supposed to work. The EPT, or the former EPT, now it's called, what, the Poker Stars Tour or something? Poker Stars Championships, I think. Something like that. The EPT facilitated chops and even put them on the episodes, showed the chop negotiations. And chop negotiations are part of poker. Absolutely. It's interesting stuff. And there was a chop. It reduced the variance a lot for these guys. And it may affect some of the decisions by both players in the hand, which is interesting and and really cool to me, in in fact. And let's talk about it. So... The amount guaranteed after the deal, Steve Warburton, who was the chip leader at the time of the chop, locked up 941,000 euros. Joanna locked up 922,000 euros. And Jensen locked up 810,000 euros. They're actually still playing for a lot. There's 400,000 euros still in play. Well, that's quite a bit. Yeah, so there's a whole lot going on. But, you know, it's they've different. Done pretty what was well. first and third before? That was like 1.4 million versus 580,000. 558,000. Yeah, that's yeah, a so. huge difference. So if you're Jensen in third place, you're so happy to lock up that extra 260,000 euro and yeah. maybe still be able to play for a lot of it, play for almost first place money. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. So we don't, we want to keep that in mind throughout the hand that the chop yeah. has occurred. It does matter. Yeah, it does. Um, and it matters in most tournament situations that you'll see. Most most people end up making chops, except not in the World Series of Poker, because as as I noted, like since they don't facilitate it, who can you trust with you know a hundred thousand dollars or more? Right, you can't yeah. trust many you just people. Just can't do it. Um, but this is interesting because there's this is a save, right? So they're saving this money that they're still playing for, and so yeah, it affects it differently. The ICM pressure is not what it otherwise would be. Right, of course. And in fact, there we don't know, but there may be no difference in payout between second and third, just first yeah. place, probably. Uh, yeah, that's possible. Yeah. Which definitely makes you play higher variance when there's three-handed. Absolutely, and that may come into play here. So right. let's get into it. All right, so it's 250K, 500K. Joanda is in the small blind after Warburton fall, folds on the button. Joanda's got queen seven off, and it's uh, hearts and clubs, which is important, obviously. Obviously. It's not going to be important to say. He limps. That's a totally fine decision. He's got 24 million, so about 50 blinds. Yep. Frederick Jensen's in the big blind. He's got 16.2 million, so just over 30 blinds. He's got jack of clubs, 10 of diamonds. He checks. You could raise here, but checking is fine. Both are fine. Nothing to say so far. Right. All right. So the flop, uh, the pot's now 1.15 million. The flop is jack of hearts, deuce of spades, seven of spades. Nobody has any spades. Jensen's flopped top pair with his jack 10. Juwanda's flopped middle pair with queen seven. So you're Juwanda. What do you want to do? I mean, I think it's reasonable to bet or check. I would. I personally like checking in these spots. Because I can check call and keep the bluffs alive, blah, blah, blah. When I bet, I'm often, it's hard to get called by worse, although there clearly are worse hands I can get called by here. Yeah, there aren't a huge amount of them, right? There's some. But um, I like check calling. I'm a big yeah. check call kind of a guy in these spots. Yeah, checking is good. I like checking here. I mean, there is a protection to, to betting, which is yeah, nice, absolutely. but we don't really need to do that that often. It's fine. Agreed. So he checks, and that's a totally good play. Jensen has a pretty clear bet here because yep. he's flopped top pair, and he does that. He bets 600K about half the pot. And Juwanda calls. As he should. And everything is normal. There's really nothing to say. Nothing to say. Right. What do you think, assuming Jensen doesn't have random bluffs, but he might, but what, what do you think Jensen's betting? He's in position, so it's a bit different. He might be more apt to bet a seven than Juwanda. Oh, I think he's 100% betting a seven. I think he's betting gut shots as well. You think he's betting a deuce? Um, I think it's reasonable to bet a deuce. I don't know if he is. I think yeah. he is. He might be. I think he's betting spades. 
I mean, I think spending anything anything with any equity, and by the way, maybe a lot of things without any equity. When you have no equity, it's not a bad time to bet either. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, so, Joanna doesn't have to hit this board and decide the check. I mean, it's a limp pop. You could make a case that Jensen could bet 100% of his range here profitably. That's probably true. Huh. Interesting. Maybe you know, so. Like, it's a queen seven deuce board. I mean, like, it doesn't hit it's very a much. jack seven deuce board. It's a jack seven deuce board. It still doesn't hit very much, though. Right. right? So that's right. Juana has a queen in his hand. Um, so you could just bet, and the guy's just going to go away a lot. Yeah. Right? So it almost doesn't matter what you have. This has got to be near the very top of our range. Obviously, we should be bet- right. betting this and feel great about our hand. We wish we had jack ten of spades. That would be cool because then well, we'd have top pair with the flush draw. We would love that. Wouldn't that be fun? We are where we are. I mean, we're pretty happy with our hand. Yeah. We almost always have the best hand. Right. So betting makes sense. Pot after Juana's call is $2.35 million. Sure. The turn's a doozy. It's the Queen of Diamonds. Oh. So now it's a Queen Jack Deuce 7 board with two spades. Jawanda, of course, has just made two pair. Jensen is sitting there with just a measly little, little second pair now. Yeah. He's now he's now a piece of crap because he's got a <laughs> second pair. Yeah, that's what you are when you have second pair. Yeah, that's what happens. Crap. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Frederick. It's just life, you know. Yeah, I mean, you're just telling what's up. You're just truth-telling over there. Right. You're, not, you're not being... You're just the messenger. You can't yeah. shoot the messenger. Is there no one ar- ever shot the messenger. Is there an argument for Juanda donking, though? Yes. Because of the flush draw? Um, because of the flush draw, because if Frederick has a small piece instead of a bigger piece, like a seven or a deuce, it's hard to get much value either way, but we probably get more value by donking and then betting the river um, rather than not. However, the other side of the course is if Frederick had nothing... He might decide to continue. It seems yeah. unlikely. Once we call. Yeah, he might give up. The queen is not the worst card to, to take another shot at. No, he could have, like, queen four or something. He could, but there's no reason for him to have a queen either, you know? Right. And, like, it isn't like, oh, this hits his range. I mean, his range is basically anything. Right? Yeah, it so. is. It is. So. so I think it's fine for Juwanda to bet. I think it's fine for him to check. What it is, think? but if you really think it through, can Juwanda have bluffs if he bets? What does he have as a bluff? He can have um, the board was jack, seven, X. He could have nine, ten. I guess you could have nine ten. Yeah, you could have. I mean, you could still have eight nine also, and decide to just bet it. Be like, all right, go away now. It'd be a weird line to take. That'd be sure. a very weird line. I was nine thinking, ten makes a little more. sense. I was thinking he can't really have spades because you'd really expect him to bet spades on the flop. Could he have king ten? Probably just folds the flop. Right? Yeah, I think he just folds the probably, flop, yeah. and he might raise preflop with that. Yeah, agreed. And don't you think he probably bets spades on the flop? Usually, you'd expect him to bet spades on the flop, but maybe not always. Maybe he might not. check call and uh, have devious plans. I guess. You could check raise the flop. You could do things later in the hand. You don't want to always bet your spades on the flop, right? You want to yeah. be a little bit balanced with that. I, if I were in Jensen's seat, though, I would mostly eliminate spades just because Juanda did not bet the flop. It seems like a great flop to bet your spades with. Yeah. So or to jo- check raise your spades with. Yeah, so I think a slight issue with donking is that it looks a lot like value. Yeah, that's fair. But I guess it, it it's still – you could have some bluffs, but it's they're thin. Yeah, there's not too many. Right. So I he agree. he decides to check, which I think is a totally fine decision. Sure. What do you think he's expecting Justin to continue with when he checks? That's a good question. Well, okay. Um, some air, spades. Yeah. Uh, if the guy hit a queen, he's going to bet. And then the question is, I assume he's going to check back a seven because Joanna could have a jack. But if he has a jack, is he going to bet? That's the only real part of the question, I think. Do you agree with this? Mostly. Do you think Joanna has a jack that often, though, when he checks the flop? Uh, yeah, I think he can have a jack. I mean, he had a seven. It's not yeah. wildly different, right? It's better, but it's, it's different not, enough that it's not wildly it changes the um, the frequencies for sure. Okay, but I think like when you, when Juwanda check calls the flop, I think he thinks he almost always has the best hand, right? Yeah. So yeah. I mean, you'd think that too if you had a jack. You'd think you'd even more likely, but not a lot more likely if it's a bad. Yeah, jack all right, or something. fine. Ha! 
Fine. I won. I win. I just don't want to argue anymore. It's, it's too much. Just just concede. It's okay to concede. Never. <laughs> I will fight to the death. You anyway. just said you don't want to argue anymore, and now you'll fight to the death. Well, Which is it? I won't concede. <laughs> that's, that's what I'll Good do. Good enough. Good enough. All right. So Jensen has a bit of an interesting decision here when Joanna checks to him. Because he does, he does have Jack-10 on this Queen-Jack-Deuce-7 board. The Queen came on the turn, of course. They're two spades. Can he expect to get value by betting? That's a cool question. Uh, well, if Juana puts them on spades, then you could get value by betting, right? You get called by sevens and worse yeah. jacks. Yeah, and maybe even other things, deuces even, if you if you put you on spades. Right? I think deuces might fold at this point. They might, but they could decide to call too. If you have a deuce and you put the guy on spades all the time, like you're not doing great against spades. You're not, but at the same point, you know, we've already called the flop. We can call the turn and see if a spade comes on the river. But he can't just put us on spades all the time. No, I agree. But we're talking. I'm just saying, like yeah. that would be a reason to call. Okay. <laughs> Also, he could have air. He doesn't have to have anything. You know, we could just hold on sometimes. As Juanda, yeah, had depending on what we think about Jensen, we could. It becomes a high variance spot. Oh yeah, we're this is a, this is starting to become. We're not at inflection points yet, but we're starting to move towards inflection points. Right. right. So I think an inflection point here is whether or not Jensen decides to bet here because you could just check and bluff catch the river or go for value on the river, which yep. I think is kind of a more standard line. I think it is a more standard line. But if you sitting there as Jensen, you think, okay, I almost always had the best hand on the flop. That queen really almost never changes anything. So what does Juana have? If he has a jack, he usually has a worse one. Yeah. He has a lot of sevens. He might have spades. Those are all things that can pay me. So yep. I'm going to bet now, charge the spades that I won't get any value off on the river unless he decides to bluff which he might um and the seven the the board could get ugly and even the jack the board could get ugly and he could fold so it's not it seems reasonable yeah that. it actually does seem reasonable considering i was saying i don't think we expect joanna to have spades too often because he didn't bet the flop maybe sometimes he doesn't so he could have queen x of spades which is a hand that now beats us yeah other than that it's queen deuce or queen seven Right, he I mean, really rarely has queen jack because he, he limped preflop. He probably raises queen jack preflop from the small blind. At least some of the time yeah. he's going to. So, yeah, there's not that many hands Juanda can have that beat Jensen at this point. I mean, there's just no reason to think that queen mattered if you're Jensen. Right. Unless it's, it's just... queen seven or queen x of spades. Right, sure. Yeah. But those are just, that's going to come up so rarely in yeah. all the groups of hands that Juanda can check call the flop with and check the turn with, right? After right. Limp pre. Yeah, I guess the better question then is Juanda ahead of us now is what's the best way to get value? Right. Like, I don't think we can expect to get all three streets from most hands that are worse than us, so we have to choose which two streets we want. Maybe the river is a better street, but maybe it's better to do it this way because then we get value from the spades that Juanda sometimes plays this way. But aren't spades going to bluff the river if we check back the turn anyway? That is one thing. Oh, that's a good point. They usually are, yeah. right? And this, in a blind versus blind, where yeah. you can have anything, like, especially when it goes check bet call on the flop where so that way and we check back the turn as Jensen like we can have nothing and so space yeah. can very comfortably bluff and it won't work as it turns out like we yeah. call most of the time there but that seems pretty reasonable so actually getting value to the spades shouldn't be our big concern so I think we're getting trying to get value to worse jacks and sevens if we're betting so I guess we're hoping a worse jack is going to go three streets with us that's the best case scenario I guess so yeah because it's hard to get three streets from a worse hand it is now another thing that could happen is uh yeah, no, I think that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to get worse jacks and maybe even a seven if the board stays friendly enough. You know, the board's going to stay pretty friendly. If it's like a three of diamonds on the river? Yeah, three of diamonds, maybe a queen sometimes. I don't know. Yeah. not There's not that much out there which is super friendly, really. 
to getting three streets. But it's not impossible. It's blind versus blind. Yeah, maybe know? he's just thinking Dwanda has a big heroing range, blind versus blind here, yeah. so I can try to go for three streets here and get called by a seven a lot of the time. And let's remember, we've already locked up a huge amount of money, yeah. and while well, we're still playing for a lot, second place probably pays nothing. So, right, I wonder if Jensen would go for I mean, clearly his plan is to go for three streets. Otherwise, it makes more sense to go for the value on the river, I think. Well, I think he could he could bet this street and then see. Like, on, yeah. certain, on certain rivers, he'll go for three streets, and certain runs he'll check back, you know? Yeah. So, like, maybe there's something like 20% of cards that come out on the river he feels he can bet, and everything else he's going to check back, something like that. Maybe so. I wonder... Gives himself the option, though, to make it to win a much bigger pot the times he can bet the river. I wonder well. if that would be his plan without the deal. Because it is a bit of a higher variance plan. I would assume mostly without the deal in this, like, massive ICM spot, you just check it back, bluff catch the river, try and get out of there kind of cheap, right? Like, we don't want to play a huge pot right now. There's a 900,000 euro difference between first and third. What are we doing? I guess guess as it stands, Jensen's just thinking maybe Juwan is more likely to hero because of the deal. Like, Juwan is also affected by the deal, not just Jensen. Like, everyone's going to play a little bit looser. Right. So maybe the... The deal thing might not be because Jensen is afraid, but because Jensen believes if it weren't for the deal, Jawanda would not hear with a seven for three streets right. very often, right. whereas but now he might. Because Jensen might be more bluffy. Anyway. Yeah. Like, everyone gets loose. It's weird it. how it affects the game so much. Yeah. It's cool. I yeah. like that. Especially in – we're talking about specifically now where it's um, – we think there's no prize jump from third to second. Yeah. So you're, if you're only playing for first – now everyone's going to get a little bit looser, right? Yeah, yeah. Just go for the high-variance spot. And also, these guys have been in ICM hell for a really long time, and they're yeah. out of it. And it's right. like, oh, you I get can get to play some poker now. Yeah, yeah, I can make a move, and it's okay. Or I can, I can call, go for I thin value. I can yeah. make a crazy hero call. Yeah. I don't, I don't feel like a total moron. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Jensen decides it's a good time to bet. Yeah, I mean, I don't hate it. I don't know if I like it, but I definitely don't hate it. Right. I don't hate it either. How many stars do you give it out of five? Three. I think a solid three is about right. Two and a half, solid three, three because I do think it's hard to get three full streets. I think that's the big issue here. This is like the rogue one of turn bets, you know. I still haven't seen it. Well, you would agree with me if you had. Okay, cool. <laughs> gotcha. Um, so Jawanda now has an interesting decision because Jensen bets one point six million in. It's actually a big bet into two point three five million. I guess he's charging Jawanda for spades. He's yeah. saying, "Go away with your spades, buddy." If you wanted, if you it's like do a it. cool three streets move. I guess he's like he's trying to polarize himself already. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's better than betting smaller. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. Also, it sort of says like maybe you shouldn't try and raise me, buddy. Uh, yeah, like that's the point, right? Well, unfortunately for our pal Frederick Jensen, he's gonna get raised. Yeah. Well, Jawanda's got queen seven, and the board is queen jack. Seven deuce, right? Right. So he's going to get raised. With two spades. On a, on blind versus blind three-handed, yeah. Do you think raising is the right play? I do. I do. I think it's actually the only problem with raising here is it's hard to get called by much by many hands, but you can get called by some. You get called by all the spades. I think that's the value of raising mainly. It depends on how much we, we raise, too, but sure. Right. I think usually we do. And also, if Jensen somehow miracled the queen on the turn, if we like, there was like a two-outer yeah. where he miracled the queen, he may just feel obligated to call once. You know? Right. And he might be thinking, like, what can Juwanda have if Juwanda raises here? It's weird. Yeah. And then it's Juwanda. The only thing we're really concerned about, I guess, I guess a jack is a bad card because it counterfeits our seven. Um, and a spade is a bad card. So we're going to hate those cards and really be sad that we pumped up the pot out of position. But everything else is going to be fine, right? Yeah. That's so, pretty good. I think part of Jawanda's raise is that it's hard for him to play a hand this way and then have value at this point. Like we said, when we were deciding if we could be behind his Jensen, it's hard to find a way, right? It has to be queen X of spades or queen seven. And queen X of spades is probably just going to call. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it probably is just going to call because it doesn't need to raise, right. right? It doesn't need to bluff, but it's got a good enough hand. It's like right in the middle. So, so then Juwanda, when Juwanda raises, what value does he have? Because he, he doesn't right. have like a set of deuces or a set of sevens, right? I mean, I guess he could have a set of deuces sometimes. I guess. You think he would have raised sevens before the flop almost always. Yeah. And you think pro- he'd check raise seven or deuces on the flop once he gets to the bet. At least sometimes. Yeah. It's possible, though, sometimes Juwanda plays a set like this and sometimes he plays spades like this. Yeah. Because if Juwanda's not going to, if Juwanda decides to check call <clears throat> the spades on the flop, and then we get this bet on the turn, it's either dump it or pump it, right? Those are <laughs> wow, did you really just say that? I did. It's pretty That's cool. That's really cool. We're coming up with a new catchphrase. I just did that. Dump it or pump it, bro. Mountain Dew for life. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, no need to give up the free advertising. Oh. We have sponsors. Come on. Mountain Dew. Nitro. Mountain Dew. Nitrogen. for life. Nitrogen. For half of life. Mountain Dew. All right. So now we're Frederick Jensen, and Juwanda makes it $4.8 million. Yeah. We bet $1.6 in the $2.35. We already made a pretty big bet. Yeah. Juwanda 3X is our bet. This is makes a weird it $4.8 million, And if we call, we're going to have less than a pot size bet left. We're going to have $10.8 million. The pot's going to be about $12 million. We are officially at our inflection point as Jensen. Yeah. We're this here. Is, this is a big deal spot here. Yeah. So what are the factors we're considering now when we decide? We're never moving in. Right, we're calling or we're folding. It seems weird to move in. I guess we could get spades to fold, but that's it, right? I don't know if spades would fold. I think spades would fold. I mean, maybe, but the spades Juwan is playing this way are probably combo draws if he's going to check raise them. <sighs> well, like what, king ten of spades or something? Nine ten of spades? No, nine ten of spades. Yeah, nine ten of spades. Nine, nine ten, ten of spades, spades, eight nine of spades, eight ten of spades. I mean, I guess, but it, yeah, I guess if he's got a combo draw, he's not going to fold. If he just has spades, he may have to fold if we ship. That makes it a bad check raise with yeah, spades then. I agree. So then we can't really put him on spades too often. Maybe he would do it anyway, even if we think it's bad. Also, maybe he's like, hey, I already locked up my 915,000 euro. It's yeah. like, I'm check raising here and I don't care. Right. The thing is, yeah, this is, it's it's not completely impossible that Joanda would play spades like this. Right. It's not impossible, although it puts you in a weird spot if we get moved in on. Correct. But rarely is the. Sm- Big blind going to have a hand that it can move in on, right? Like, it's not even that often he's going to have queen jack. And can he move in with any other hand? And it, it's almost impossible for him to have a better hand than queen jack. Almost yeah. impossible. I guess he could have deuces himself. He could have deuces. But that's it, right? Deuces he, would move in. He could definitely have deuces. Okay. That makes sense. So I'm, deuces and queen jack, but sometimes he's going to raise deuces pre, sometimes he's going to raise queen jack pre. Yeah. Everything else I don't think can move in. Right. I don't think. Is he ever going to check sevens pre-flop? Probably not. It seems unlikely. Maybe once in a while, but not yeah. often. So you can throw him one a half a combo or something if you really want to. But all right, not, so there's not much there. Let's get back into Jensen's head here, because Juwan has just check raised us to four point eight million. Okay, we're gonna have about a pot size bet left, a little bit less if we call on this Queen Jack Deuce Seven Two Spade board. Okay, we're Jensen with Jack. So what are the bluffs? Do we think spades are part of the bluffs? We have to believe it, right? I think we must. I mean, I think gut shots are better hands to, to be bluffing here because spades are too valuable to turn into bluffs here. Right. Well, the thing is, we bet so big, though, spades can't really call profitably out of position. So they're not as valuable. That's true. So that's why it's pump it or dump it. <laughs> pump it or dump it, bro. All yeah. right. So that puts you in a weird spot with spades if you're Jawanda, and I guess maybe you feel obligated to raise, even if you get in a weird spot if you get shoved on. Yeah, you're just going to like, yeah, call. Or I, I fold. Whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Depending on which spades you have. I mean, it's also kind of a big race. Like, that's yeah. the other thing. It's 4.8, right? He triples it. Yeah. That's strong when there's this, when, considering how much Jensen has behind. So do you think Jensen's plan is just to call all rivers that aren't spades at this point? I mean, I guess it is. 
I guess it just is. He's, if he if he decides to call, by the way. Right. Yeah. If he calls the turn. Yeah. If he calls the turn, you kind of have to call all non-spade, non-scary rivers. And what's a scary river for us is Jensen, but that isn't a spade. What counts? A king? A king because why? If Juwanda had 9-10. Okay. If he had, yeah, and I guess he got king 10 also, and then yeah. the king also beats us. Yeah. That's about it, though, right? And yeah. you might raise King-10 sometimes. Pretty. Right. We don't expect any aces in Joanna's range. Maybe an ace is bad because King-10 is there, but we expect Joanna to raise King-10. At least sometimes, yeah. yeah. I mean, an ace could be... I mean, Joanna can show up with some stuff. An eight? That completes 9-10 also. Yeah. I mean, sure, but also it completes like 8-10 to just a pair that we're beating, and Joanna may feel obligated to bluff with, yeah. with a, like a lower pair there. Right. Juwan is kind of saying, I'm moving you in on the river when he makes this check race, right? Yeah. Get ready. It's coming. It's interesting because I guess we have to say, okay, his value is queen seven, which Juwanda does have. Maybe sometimes a weirdly played set of deuces, but we don't expect that that often. Yeah. Right. Queen seven makes a ton more sense than that. I guess he could have the queen X of spades here. Maybe he doesn't just call, but he has a showdown value. It feels like he should be calling. I don't know why he would feel any opposite. So he has, an un- he has unpaired spades for the bluffs? Yeah. Does he ever have a random bluff? Sure. He can have random bluffs. Then he had to have bluffs. the plan, though. He had to check call the flop with a random bluff. Yeah. It's not great, but it's not impossible. Which makes me go back to the gut shots. I feel like those are hands he might play this way. I agree. I, you know what this is starting to remind me of? It reminds me of the Queen win Gordon Bayo hand. Really? Queen nine hand. Yeah. Queen win check raises the flop as a bluff. Yeah. But bets the turn at an inflection point. Bayo decides to call, and then Queen win ships the river. Bayo tanks folds, right? Yeah. So we're sort of in a similar spot right here with Frederick. Where we okay the the timing of the check raise is different, but he's got a similar value hand to what Veo had. Right, right. Second pair, and the guy has shown a lot of strength now that he's just check raised us on the turn. It's a little bit different, but it's not wildly dissimilar. And it, we're clearly at our inflection point right now on the turn. Yeah, like we have less than a pot size bet left. If we call here, we've just it'd be strange to fold. On Depending the on the river, there's some cards we could fold. Of on. course, yeah, of course, but it'd be strange to fold on brick rivers. Right, right. And that's what we saw Veo do. Now, Veo's, the argument Veo could make is, right, so I, I showed him that I was calling, and he still moved in, so that's why I But that was queen it. win. Right. It's different. So it might be different against John Juwanda. That's something to consider, too. Yeah. But, but basically, this, in theory, in a standard situation, is our inflection point, where we decide, are we going with the hand or not? Right. Assuming, assuming brick rivers. And assuming Juwanda moves in on the river. Right. Juwanda could give up. And we're just going to check back. 100%. Yeah. We could improve, by the way. You get a yeah. jack or a ten, that might be good. We're, we're going to call almost always. Like if the jack, uh, if the ten of spades comes on the river, we may feel we have to call it off. Yeah. And make two pair. That we may yeah. say this is like the one spade we have to call it off on. Maybe. That way we also like protect ourselves against Or the weird... jack of spades. Yeah, okay, cool. But like against any weird like air bluffs or other kinds of things. Right. Which wanted moving in with two pair anyway for value kind of because he figures he's getting moved in by all better, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know? uh, but besides that, we fold on all the other spades. It's yeah, not crazy. I guess so. So two spades we call on, and we fold on seven of them, and we call on most other rivers. So we're I calling guess. most of the time. Well, cool. Jensen calls on this turn. Yeah. So things we, are getting real. Do we think it's right? I, it's not unreasonable. It's not unreasonable because it's hard to come up with value. Right. It has to be queen seven. Yeah. It really it looks exactly like what it is, really. It looks a lot like queen seven. It kind of looks or like Or maybe queen, queen jack sometimes. It could be queen deuce suited. It's sort of all the same thing, though, right? Queen deuce, yeah. But that's but those are the things that looks looks like he spiked a queen and spiked two pair yeah. on the turn. He's got queens up if he's got value. Yeah, it's queen jack, queen seven, or queen deuce for value pretty much all the time. Could be straight draws. Could be flush draws. Yeah. Okay. 
All right. So we call because there's a lot of straight draws and flush draws. That makes sense to me. But we have to assume that Joan is playing straight draws and flush draws like this. Part of it might be the size of our bet. We bet big enough that straight draws and flush draws don't feel comfortable just calling. Right. But we're heads up. It's th- We're three-handed, and, and now we're heads up blind versus blind. And those hands just don't want to fold. Right. If we had bet less, it's possible they, those hands could call, and we could eliminate at least some yeah. of them from a check-raising range. Right. But this, we know that none of them can just call. Yeah. Right. So that's interesting. That is actually really interesting. Yeah, the sizing ma- matters a lot. That's why it's no limit hold'em. Oh. Yeah. Nice job. Thank you. Nice. In limit hold'em, it's so much easier. You yeah, don't have to. You just, you just quickly call. <laughs> All the time, every time. You call, like, instantly. You're like, yeah, I hope he has king, ten, of spades. I call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. All right. So now things have gotten real. Like I said. Yes. Pot's 11.95 million. It is. Jensen's got 10.8 million. Okay. The river is a really good one for Johnny Juwanda. If he had any concerns whatsoever, those concerns go out the window. It's a seven of diamonds. It's a great card. He's got a full house now. Yeah. Not only is it not a spade, it's a full house for John. The other thing that you got to really like as John Juwanda is if Jensen has a value hand himself and not a draw. Yeah. This seven is supposed to hit Jensen more than it hits Juwanda now, right? Absolutely. Look, Juwanda can have queen seven, like we said exactly, but yeah. that's like the only way the seven's supposed to help him. Right. How else could he have a seven? I don't know. But but Jensen absolutely could have could have trip sevens right now. Yes. He could have decided to call. He called with the jack. He could call with the seven. It's kind of the same thing. Like, I don't know. Like, I think he's checking back the turn with sevens. I think he should be. I don't know if he is. I think he should be. I agree. Maybe he has the, among the best sevens or something I like don't that? think he's betting sevens on the turn. Well, well, then that makes this not a good point. <laughs> Sorry, it's just <laughs> true in my mind. I think he's probably not betting sevens on the turn either, I guess. That's true. He shouldn't be. No, nah, it but, seems too ambitious to bet a seven yeah. on the turn. Yeah, because where you're trying to get value out of just yeah. the draws now. Yeah. yeah and actually, you're betting so big you can't even get value out of the draws. Right. It gets weird. It does get weird. Yeah. All right. So here we are. We're on the river. Drawn has made a full house. He moves in. Seems reasonable to me. He bets... It's a big bet. He bets uh, 10.8 million effective into 11.95 million. It's one of these weird spots, though, where as Juwanda, you're like, okay, obviously I have the best hand. Obviously, I want to get max value. If this guy's on a draw, he's just going to insta fold. And if I check, he might move in with that draw that missed. Yeah, that's a good point. So that sort of sucks. But if he has any value, he's almost always checking back unless he has trip sevens himself or better, which is very unlikely. I don't know if Jensen's going to move in with a draw every time either. He might be calling to realize his equity rather than to set up a play when he misses. Yeah. Because once he bets the turn with the draw and Juwanda check raises, he might not think there's too many times he can get Juwanda off whatever Juwanda has. I mean, if Juwanda somehow had, it's hard to come up with hands that Juwanda can have here that he wouldn't be able to call pretty quickly. Yeah. That's the thing. That aren't like easy decisions for him, right? Right. Because when he check raises, either he has a draw and he missed and it's an easy decision, or he's got a pretty big hand that is unlike, I guess, Queen Deuce. Queen Deuce is now in trouble. Yeah. Queen Deuce is hurt. That's about it, though. Yeah. Everything else is like Queen Jack is not is ultimately going to find a call, I think. Right. Yeah. It's going to like, I hope you don't have me. It's hard for you to have a seven. I hope you don't have me. Right. Jensen could have Jack seven, I guess. But he probably moves in the turn with Jack seven, right? Heads up with just one bet to go. I would expect him to move in and be like, you know, congratulations if you have the best hand. Like, yeah. What, you, what am I going to do? Yeah. Like, there's too many draws. Whatever. My hand's good. I'm not right. holding. So, Juwanda moves in. I got a question about this. Okay. Do you think Juwanda, if, let's say he played the hand the same way. I don't know if he would. But if there were no chop, they were playing for the right. bigger money. Right. Do you think Juwanda would bet smaller trying to get calls out of more hands because he expects Jensen's calling range to be thinner there? I think it's very likely he would bet 
much smaller. He might not even check raise the turn. He might lead the turn. He might call the turn and lead the river. He might do lots of things just to make sure he gets three streets instead of going for the all-in value because it's hard to get that. Right. The all-in value is so much more valuable now that if we're playing for only first, right? Right. Right. But it's just almost impossible to get in this spot where the the money jumps are so big. Like you check raise. I think when the money jumps are this big, you check raise, usually Jensen's just going to throw his hand away on the turn, right? It's like, I fold. Yeah, well, it changes everything, though, because as we were saying, Jensen might not be betting the turn with Jack-10 if it weren't for the whole situation. So, right. So, Jensen doesn't bet the turn. You don't get the chance to check raise. You bet the river. He calls pretty quickly, and he loses. And that's it. It's it's a small incident. Right. Instead, we're in the middle of a train wreck. A blow-up. Yeah. Explosion. All right. So, that's not what happens, obviously. He doesn't bet small. He moves in, going for the full thing. Now we're Jensen. We got to do some thinking here. Okay. Right. So we're mostly thinking Juwanda doesn't have any sevens, right? He has, the only seven we could come up with is queen seven exactly, right? Right. He doesn't have jack seven usually. Probably bets the flop or check raises the flop with that. Usually. And it's not less likely he'd check raise the turn with it when the queen comes and we bet again also. Yeah. He might, but it's less likely. It's less likely. There's more things that beat him now. He, do, do we, I mean, it doesn't matter. He might move in with queen deuce still, but. Queen Deuce is hurt by this card, but obviously we're losing to Queen Deuce. It doesn't matter if right. we're Jensen. Right. We probably don't expect Juana to move in with Queen Deuce. I think he'd more likely check and try and induce and, yeah. and can strongly consider calling against yeah. Queen Deuce. With Queen know. Deuce. Sorry, with Queen yeah. Deuce, right, because you can call against the draws, and you're chopping with most queens. Right. And everything else is probably, you know, you're beating anyway. We don't expect Juana to ever have a better jack than us. It's very unlikely. Extremely unlikely. Yeah. If not impossible. I don't know. Yeah. So I guess we're worried a little bit about Deuce's full, just a tiny bit. Mm-hmm. We're not too worried about quad sevens. Nope. We're not worried about a lone seven that was, like, turned into a bluff on the turn, Seems kind of. so hard That's to imagine. not a thing that happens. Joanna could so comfortably just call. Right. It would be turn. different if the seven was the non-spade on the flop. And this ain't Chris Bell, right? No, this is not Chris Bell. Chris Bell. He, like, rivered the trip seven. Yeah. Right? This, ain't, this ain't Chris Bell. No, it's John Joanna. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. If if it was like if the jack was a spade and the seven was not on the flop, then I could see the seven showing up a lot more in Juwanda's range here because you could have the seven X of spades. Okay. But that's not the case. Right. The seven was a spade. So we can eliminate all sevens. I think we can safely say that. Okay. And, Except <laughs> for what about I mean, you're right seven. there, buddy. <laughs> well, we, with queen seven, we, yeah. we can't eliminate yeah, that. Yeah, we, we, we can eliminate all lone sevens. Oh, okay. Got yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. We can probably eliminate jack seven. It seems we, like it. He's probably folding seven deuce pre. Yep. Um, so yeah, it's down to queen seven as the only seven we're worried about. Are we worried about many queens? Any lone queens? Okay, there's a chance that Juwan is sitting there and he's just like, if he has a reasonable queen, he's just like, well, we're getting in it anyway if he's got me beat, right? So I want to try and get value out of worse. I mean, the problem is... Queen 10 and lower are all traps. Right. Like, well, yeah, what worse does he have that he can even call with anyway? Like, he might call with the queen and fold everything else. Now, yeah. it turns out he might call it the jack, right? He but, might. But a jack is not an easy spot. No, it's not. And so, Joanna doesn't usually have a queen that has a playable kicker. He doesn't have king, queen, or ace queen. Almost he never. Limped preflop. Maybe he's limping everything preflop, though. You know, we're saying, you're, we're, we keep yeah. acting like he's got all, he, we're removing all these hands from his range. But there are a lot of players who limp 100% of their small blinds. You know? I don't think John's one of those guys. What are you basing that on? Seeing him play in the past. Okay, but this is 2015 as yeah, opposed to like that's true. 2007. That's jo- true. It could be different. Yeah, it could be. Back in the day, no one was doing that, but now a lot of players do. So I don't know. It's, it's possible, do. but I would, I'm not going to count on that. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, yeah, there's just not that much value there. There's very little value, and all the draws missed. Yeah. It's not crazy at all the call here. 
Well, Jensen does. He calls. Loses the tournament. He's out. Yep. It's over. But he's like, you know what? I did all right. I, I mean, eight hundred ten thousand euro. I think all of it comes back to, and I think you figured this out. It all comes back to Jensen's sizing on the turn. Yeah. He made the sizing such that draws don't feel comfortable just calling. So if they're going to continue, they decide to raise. That means all the draws are there in Jensen's mind, which is way more hands than the possible value. Which is like deuces full and queen seven only. I think it's a good call. I think it's a good call, too. And this is the Gordon Veo thing. Like, Veo yeah. was supposed to call. Right. And didn't. And here we go. Like, this is the deal. Now, is it possible Juwanda, if he's bluffing, gives up once he does this check raise and, because he sees the guy's not folding? I don't know. I mean, maybe if is thinking about it really hard, if he's bluffing, thinking, yeah, how can I have value when the seven comes? Because that's what we're thinking is Jensen now. So right. maybe I give up because of that. But maybe you just, you've gone this far. You just go for it anyway. Yeah. Can't, you can't, it's hard to fault someone for moving at the pot. That's what Mike Sexton yeah. always used to say. And it's not crazy, right? It's, like, it's one thing to call in a bad spot. It's another thing to, like, raise with fold equity, you know? It's like almost no matter what the story is, you raise with fold equity. It's not, always, it's not easy to call. Right. Like, so it can't be that bad. You can, you can definitely find fault, but it can't be that bad. I think realizing now, I'm realizing now how incredibly lucky Juwanda got in this pot. I mean, I know it's lucky that he hit the queen on the turn. The seven on the river is inconsequential yeah. in the end. But... It's actually part of how he's so lucky is that it's a seven on the river. It's not that he made a full house. It's that it makes it so hard for him to have value. Right. Which By the way, is sorry. cool. We're also talking about queen seven. Queen seven has almost no combos left. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just hard to come up with hands that you're losing to. Right. Which is the point. And so six, you have to call. Six combos. You have to call. Yeah. If we call the turn, we have to call this this river. Is queen seven the only real value Juanda has? Deuce is full. Deuce is full, I guess. And, but that, we, okay. can't, we can't give him all the deuces full. Maybe we can add jack seven in there. Maybe he check raises jack seven on the right. turn. Now we can easily move in with that. Queen seven is the only hand I think he has all of the combos of, though. I think okay. at, he, every time he plays queen seven this way. Okay, fair enough. Um, Juanda might have played jack seven, might have bet jack seven on the flop. He might have check raised jack seven yeah. on the flop. He might have not check-raised Jack-7 on the turn. So there's yeah. le- like, I agree with you. There's maybe one or two combos of that. And then, the, and then like one combo of deuces maybe. Something like that. Yeah. It's not a lot. And then all of the bluffs. If, if we really think Juan is going to play his draws this way, which he really might. He really, really might. I mean, I'm f- I think back to the Aussie Millions uh, most recent uh, hand, which was the last hand of the main event. Oh, the, the hero call. Yeah, which was pocket fives against King-8, and King-8 flops an open-ender. And calls the flop and check raises the turn big and moves it on the river. It's kind of yeah, the same line. Now, it is. The only difference is that pocket fives raised pre, like small on the button. Right. Whatever. I mean, does that really matter? No. I don't know if it even matters. I don't right? think it matters too much. So it's pretty much the same line. And one time a guy had it, one time a guy didn't, right? Yep. So, okay. And both times there was a call and someone's a champion, someone's just a garbage human. Now, not, not to take anything away from John Jawanda, but I think every part of this hand was just incredibly easy for him. Yeah. It was just in his lap. Right, yeah. like check call the flop, easy, no problem. Right, uh, oh queen on the turn, check raise, cool. Check raise if he moves in, I'm yeah. gonna snap call, cool. Yeah, oh, oh. river, I bowed up, cool. I'm all in. I'm all in. I wonder if he's gonna call. Oh, <laughs> he's thinking about it. Yeah. He's in the fold. This is great. He might yeah. actually call. Oh my god, no, right. I have chips. I'm gonna end up. Winning. So obviously, it's not like Juanda played it poorly. He played yeah. it well. He got max value. Yeah, yeah, he did great. Yeah, but I think Jensen played it well too. That's the thing that's interesting. Yeah. Jensen lost the hand, and it may look bad because he called the second pair and the board tripped up and et cetera, yeah. et cetera. And he just called anyway, but we think it's probably right. I agree. I think that. when you get to the river this way, calling is correct. Exactly. Right. Exactly. I think you can fold the turn. Yep. Because you bet big and he raised you. But if you think you made it so the draws have to do that, and there's the whole deal in play here, that I think it's sensible. I mean, the question comes down to once we make this inflection point on the turn, 
do the draws still move in? Because it looks like we right. inflected ourselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. That is the one thing about it. Yeah. And Juwan is good enough to sort of see that work. We look like we're pot committed. At least. Yep. Now, maybe we're not, but we look like it. And so if he moves in anyway, I mean, ugh, why is he moving in? You know, like, doesn't he know I'm calling? You know, kind of a spot. Well, we don't quite look pot committed. I mean, we have almost a pot size bet. I mean, yeah, okay. But we put in, you know, something like, what, 30% of our stack? 35% yeah. of our stack already? Yeah, but I mean, that's different pre-flop which is usually when you're talking about that than on the river when there's no more cards to come. No, it's true. It's true. But we do when, when we call on the turn and have less than a pot size bet left, that call on the turn often commits us to the pot, right? At least in often theory. Often does. And, and it should have here. And, in fact, that's one of the reasons why I think Jensen called. Yeah. You know, is that and he think, made the decision on the turn. Right. Also, it's just I think it's the bigger reason was going back to Juwanda not having too many value hands. It's hard for him to have a value hand. Yeah. And maybe there's another question, which is uh, – how many players are really slowing down in this spot? Like we're like we're saying, like yeah, is, it's hard to slow down once you get there. I mean, I know in certain spots, I'll like be firing, firing, and on the river, I'll say this guy's not folding, and I right. just give up. It's usually not even in an inflection point like this. It's just I feel like they called the turn in such a way that they're not folding, and I'm just right. done. You know, yeah. Um, so giving up is fine there, but there are other spots, and this actually is kind of a good one to like fire the river. You can move the guy all in. It's kind of cool, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. Anyway, it's all snazzy. I like snazzy. All right. Anyway, John Juanda ends up winning the event. So good, good for him. For money. For money. He won money. <laughs> yeah, it's nice that's to win money. Playing, that's what they were playing for. Oh, okay. Not you, just chips. Not 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 the, the like Swedish fish. I mean, you know, it's all fungible. The money's fungible. I mean, there is a currency value to Swedish fish. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's all money. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can yeah you can trade Swedish fish. It's not really trade. You can use Swedish. You fish can trade a blue things. one for a green one. You can buy, like, an Acura. With a lot of Swedish I fish. mean, a lot. Yeah, it's going to be a like lot. Like, a few packages. Like, uh, more than one package. More than one. A big package. Yeah. Like, the family size. Yeah. Okay. I think it's time to leave. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>